Opinionated analysis of every KISS release. I am your host, Ryo V, and I thank you for taking the time to join me for this bonus episode, The KISS Family Feud. Welcome to the show. Before we get into the bonus episode, if you like the podcast, please subscribe. If you haven't already done so, please leave a review on iTunes. Positive reviews and subscriptions help other KISS fans to find this podcast. If you have any comments, you want to provide any feedback, you can reach me at psychocircuspodcast at gmail.com. That's psychocircuspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at RyoV on Twitter. That's at R-Y-O-V-I-E on Twitter. All right, so first and foremost, let me give my apologies. There was no episode last week due to the fact that I have been dealing with a really, really bad head cold. And if I were to uh, record last week, what you would have got was a uh, podcast filled with and uh, lots of sneezes and lots of coughing, like coughing so bad it felt like my lungs were going to come out through my throat. So... I felt it was better not to record given those uh, that circumstance, those circumstances, that situation. So I took the week off. I'm feeling better. You can probably still hear me sniffling a little bit. I'm still feeling the effects of the head cold, but feeling better than I have in a week. So uh, to make it up for you, I'm giving you the, uh, the regularly slated episode that was supposed to come out last Wednesday. And um, I'm giving you this bonus episode on top of that. So you get two episodes on one day, which brings us back up to speed um, and back where we should have been in the first place. So two episodes in, uh, in one day, that's my, uh, that's my gift to you, my way of saying uh, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And also, uh, you know, there's a lot I want to cover here, a lot to, lots to talk about. So, um, and we know the set list is out, and this episode is not about the set list. I've decided I am going to do a, an episode Picking apart the current set list, I plan to have a special guest on that episode with me to help pick it apart, and I figured it would be good to have that as its own separate episode for those fans who don't want to know the set list, and I know there are fans out there that are going to the Kiss Farewell Tour, and they don't want to know what songs are being played until they actually get to the show. Um, I respect that. I understand that. Um, I get that. So... That episode will be its own episode. I won't talk about the specific set list uh, during any of these episodes so as not to spoil anything for those fans. And if you want to hear my opinions on the current set list, tune in for the upcoming set list episode. And that should be available in the next, I don't know, two to three weeks or thereabouts. All depends on my guest scheduling and you know, being able to do it with the guests as opposed to uh, doing it solo. So, but this particular bonus episode, oh boy, was there a lot of news that came out in the world of KISS 
right before the start of the farewell tour. And uh, those of you who follow me on Twitter, you knew this episode was coming because I tweeted out uh, about this stuff and tweeted that there would be a bonus episode to uh, to make up for the fact that I didn't post one last week. And that, uh, you know, obviously this is stuff I want to talk about. So let's let's get into it. Let's get right into what this episode is all about. On the eve of the farewell tour, an interview with Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley came out. And that interview just infuriated Ace Freely. And uh, it led to a lot of bashing and trashing amongst the band members. Uh, now, is the animosity real? Was this a well-timed ploy to help boost ticket sales that are lagging, uh, seriously lagging, as we've covered in a previous episode? Um, you know, what was this all about? So let's dive in and look at the evidence before making our final conclusion on, on is this a real thing? Is this a real feud? Or is this just some kind of ploy to help boost ticket sales? So I think this all starts with a Guitar World interview that was released a couple of days before the start of the farewell tour. Now, the farewell tour kicked off in Vancouver um, on January 31st. So a couple days before that, an interview with Guitar World came out. And um, in the interview, Gene Simmons said that appearances by Ace Freely and Peter Chris have not been taking taken off the table. Now, here's the direct quote. He said, Ace and Peter have gotten three chances. They were in and out of the band, fired three times for drugs, alcohol, bad behavior, being unprofessional. They weren't carrying their load. So the short answer to your question is, we'd love to have Ace and Peter join us here and there. And if they don't, it's not going to be because of us. But they're never going to be in KISS again. Now, Simmons went on to add, three times is the charm. I promise I'll pull out. Doesn't work. It's the boy who cried wolf. Oh, I've been straight for a million years. Terrific. Have a good life. Would we welcome Ace or Peter to jump up on stage for a song or two? Of course. Could we depend on either Ace or Peter to do a full set night after night? Not on your freaking life. Stanley said that it's really not up to him whether former KISS members join the band on stage for a guest appearance on the upcoming tour. But I'll say this is a celebration of this band and its accomplishments and its, and its history, Stanley said. So anybody who was short-sighted enough to think this should be a reunion is missing the point. That being said, I would love to see everybody at one point or another be on stage, and if that doesn't happen, it's their choice, not mine. Both Simmons and Stanley spoke in glowing terms about former KISS guitarist Bruce Kulick. We love Bruce, Simmons said. He was always professional and showed up on time, so I can never say anything bad about Bruce. Bruce is somebody who shouldn't be overlooked or underestimated as far as, as his role in the band, Stanley added. Stanley and Simmons were far, far less enthusiastic about the possibility of an onstage collaboration with Vinnie Vincent. Now, Vinnie, that's one exception for so many reasons, Stanley said. I would say that's not someone who I want to celebrate. Simmons also chimed in explaining that it's worth stating that Vinny has sued the band and lost 14 times. I'm not here to cast any aspersions. He's a talented guy. That's why he was in the band. But would I depend on him to get up on stage and do anything? Never. Can he come to the shows? Of course. Anybody can. But on stage? Never. 
Okay. That was all excerpts from the Guitar World um, interview that came out. And there, there is a lot to digest there. I mean, a lot. First, it's obvious that Vinny is not going to be invited to do any of these farewell shows as a guest. Now, personally, I wish he could have gotten it together. Um, I wish he could have worked out a deal with Robert Fleischman and found a way to c- convince Kiss to let Vinnie Vincent Invasion open for this farewell tour. I mean, honestly, how cool would that have been? Vinnie Vincent Invasion opens, Kiss takes the stage, does their stuff. Vinnie can come out for a song or two in the middle, you know, for the um, either some of the Creatures of the Night songs or the uh, Lick It Up songs. It would have been magnificent. But Vinnie is going back to being Vinnie. He canceled the shows that he was supposed to do, and in all likelihood, he, he's going back into hibernation. And that's sad, and that's unfortunate, but it's not, it's not a surprise. Did Gene use him to help sell some vault albums? Yeah, probably. But it also helped Vinny regain some spotlight. So I would say that that was a fair trade-off. Gene used Vinny, but Vinny was able to use Gene as well. And, you know, I think that also helped Vinny get to that Atlanta Kiss Expo. I know that came first, but I think all that stuff, you know, happening, it gave Vinny the confidence to finally come out of hiding. And so while Gene might have used him to boost some sales, Vinny used Gene and the band to get back in the spotlight. Now it looks like he's turning tail and he's running and he's hiding away again. And that's that's sad. It's just really sad. Um, you know, I obviously, I'm, I'm no doctor and, and we don't know if anything's been clinically diagnosed, but Vinny has issues. Come on. Well, this is all I could really say is Vinny has issues and I hope he gets his, his stuff together and, and is able to, you know, move forward with a productive life. But I, I think this is, this is the last time we're going to see or hear from Vinny um, in a long time, if, if ever again. Now, the next thing to examine in all this is that the door is open for Bruce Kulick to guest at a few shows. And that that would be really cool, especially if they play the Bruce-era songs. Tears Are Falling, Crazy Nights, anything from Revenge. It would be real nice to see Bruce guest at a few shows. And, and knowing Kiss, they would find a way to release those shows, um, a live farewell concert disc deluxe package, and then make a lot of money off their fans yet again. And yes, I would buy it. Of course I would buy it. It would be Bruce's first time with Kiss since I don't know when. I'd have to buy it because I'm a Kiss addict. But the point is, the door is open for Bruce to possibly jump up on stage during one of these farewell shows and, you know, play a song or two. <coughs> Excuse me. And that that would be wonderful. I'd love to see Bruce on stage with Kiss one last time. So, door's open there. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. Then, there's the scathing words that were shouted out by Gene. So, if Paul... If Paul hates Vinny, which by reading the interview in Guitar World, he pretty much does, Gene is the one who still has a lot of animosity towards Ace and Peter. And and that I just don't understand. Gene took Ace out on tour with him in Australia. Ace fired his backing band to use Gene's, most likely at the recommendation of Gene himself, which probably somehow led to more money in Gene's pocket. 
And they did some vault appearances together. So I don't get it. Why bash your buddy? The guy that just helped you sell tickets to shows that were not going to sell otherwise. And I'm not talking about the reunion tour. I'm talking about the Gene Solo Band tour of Australia. The ticket sales were not going to go well for that until Ace got added to the bill. Now the ticket sales ticked up a lot. Why kick someone in the balls that just helped you out? Look, if you want to be honest, you want to level set fan ex- expectations, fan expectations, then just say flat out, Ace is great. We had a great time together. I'd love to see him perform at a show here and there as a guest, but he isn't part of the band for this tour. He isn't part of KISS for this tour. And then just leave it at that. Why harp on the fact that he was unreliable in the past and you still don't trust him? We all know you got burned by Ace and Peter in the past, but Ace is still trying Excuse me, Ace is trying to get his career back on track with what little time he has left. And hey, none of them are getting any younger. So, you know, he doesn't have an infinite infinite amount of time. And Gene should have just bowled them over with kindness and said great things about Ace and left it at that. I guess what I'm saying is Gene should have taken the high road and let go of his past grudges. At this point, you really have nothing to gain by bashing Ace or Peter or anyone else for that matter. But, you know, he's Gene, and he doesn't really think before things spill out of his mouth, which is one of the reasons I've loved him for so long. He's a larger-than-life personality. But in this type of situation, you need to do the right thing. And that that clearly was not the right thing. So after Gene and Paul's interview went public, Ace got wind of it, and he had his own rebuttal. And this is where things get real weird. Alright, so here is Ace's Facebook post rebuttal. And this came out a day or two, I think the day after the uh, Guitar World interview made the rounds online. Um, two days at the most, but whatever. After it came out, this is Ace's Facebook rebuttal. Gene, your memory is really incorrect. I was never fired from Kiss. I quit twice, not three times, of my own free will. Because you and Paul are control freaks, untrustworthy, and were too difficult to work with. Your slanderous remarks about my bad habits over the years have cost me millions of dollars, and now that I'm over 12 years sober, you're still saying I can't be trusted to play a whole night show. Well, that's exactly what I've been doing for the last 12 years with different configurations of the Ace Freely Band to you and Paul's dismay. I'm also the most successful solo artist to come out of the original KISS lineup, and proud of it. You and Paul have tried to derail my solo career multiple times over the years unsuccessfully. (coughs) Excuse me. I've tried to be nice and friendly by inviting you and Paul to perform on my past albums for E1 Music. Give each of you guys one of my prized Gibson Les Paul 59 models. But today's comments have made me realize you're just an asshole and a sex addict who's been sued by multiple women and you're just trying to sweep it all under the carpet. 
The icing on the cake was when you groped my wife and propositioned her in Los Angeles at the Capitol Records building behind my back when I was trying to help you out at one of your vault experiences, which I only found out about several weeks later. She was planning on pursuing a suit against you, but I told her to call it off. Well, now the gloves are off after your terrible comments today, and I'm thinking that this really may be the end-of-the-road tour for you guys. Without a complete and heartfelt apology, an offer to give me my old job back and removing Tommy from the throne that I created, the shit will hit the fan and there'll be no stopping it. It's on. Okay. Once again, there's a lot to digest there. So let's break it down a little bit at a time. First off, was Ace fired from Kiss or did he quit? Well, the first go-round, I believe he did quit. Right around the Creatures of the Night era. He He was nice enough to stay on for the album cover photo shoot and the videos for the songs released. But he was out of Kiss by then. Vinny played the guitar parts on the record. This is well known. So yes, I would say that Ace quit the first time. The second time, I'm not so sure about. I don't think he quit, but I don't think he was fired either. I think there was a huge contract dispute, and Ace was miffed that Gene and Paul were getting the lion's shares of the money. And and I get that. I would be extremely upset as well if I were in Ace's position. But the band had also completed their farewell tour. So there wasn't supposed to be any more kiss. And the Gene and Paul saw, excuse me, and that Gene and Paul saw there was money to be had by bringing back Eric and throwing Tommy on stage and paying them peanuts. So I'd say Ace quit once, and the second time, I'll call it a push. Now, I agree that there was no third time, at least as far as my memory serves, there was no third time. So there was no three strikes and you're out. Peter may have been done three times, but surprisingly, Peter has been absolutely silent through this whole ordeal. I haven't heard a peep out of the guy. Now, yes, Gene has always said bad things about Ace's drinking and drug habits. Are they slanderous? Yeah, perhaps, but that's a real fine line. I mean, Ace did have a bad drinking habit. Ace did have a bad drug habit. It did cost him years of his career, and Gene was just stating that was Ace couldn't be in the band anymore. I don't think that's slander per se, and I doubt that that actually cost Ace money, but I don't know the true behind-the-scenes working. I don't know if Ace was unable to get gigs or record albums because of comments his past band members said about him. Now, were Gene and Paul jealous of Ace's solo success? Absolutely There's no denying that. And Ace did have the most successful solo career. And some of the work he put out post-Kiss is a real masterpiece. Look at First Freely's Comet album. So yes, Ace was the most successful solo member of the band. And then Ace brings up the women and the lawsuits. And let's face it, he's, he's right about that. Gene is definitely trying to sweep the past under the rug, and there are probably several lawsuits out there. Look, Gene's worth a boatload of money, and he's never been able to keep his hands to himself. It's been documented a lot over the past few years, and even 
we all know his history in general. I'm also, I've often wondered whatever happened with those claims. So yeah, there was probably a payout or three. And as we know, this is a new day and age. Gene can't go doing today what he did in the 70s when it comes to women. Is he a sex addict? Of course he is. It's no secret. The bigger question here is, did he grope Ace's wife? Now, first off, I didn't even think I knew Ace had a wife. So that's interesting to start off with. The bigger question is, why is this just coming out now? If this happened a while ago, why bring it up at this moment? Unless Ace tried to take the higher road and shrugged it off as Gene being Gene because he was still hopeful that he could get back in the band and maybe be on this tour. But did Gene really do it? Now, knowing Gene's track record and some stories I've heard in the past, I... I would have to say, yeah, he probably did do it. And that's that's wrong on so many levels. There are unwritten rules in the land of Guy Code. And one of those rules is if your buddy is dating, married, or otherwise involved with a girl, you don't go after that girl. That's just basic freaking code. She's now off limits. I remember a story that Anthony Cumia told one time on the Opie and Anthony show back in the day. And those unfamiliar, Opie and Anthony was a talk show that rivaled Howard Stern's, um, and it was on Sirius XM platform for many years. It was a New York-based show before that, and it was in Boston before that. They've been around a long time. So they had Gene Simmons on the show once, and the next day, Anthony was talking about how Gene is a piece of garbage, and that he was just hitting on Anthony's girlfriend, a young, attractive girl, the whole time before and after the interview, and I believed that Anthony was telling the truth about that. He didn't need to make that up. He didn't gain anything by telling that story, so I think, I think Ace or his wife, they are telling the truth here, too. Now, how far did it go? Gene probably touched her a little. He probably did proposition her. Did he grope her, grab her ass, grab her breasts? I, I don't know. Doubtful. I would. I would. I hope doubtful. I hope it was not blatant. But I'm sure. Regardless, I'm sure there was uncomfortable contact, and that's bad enough. No one should be made to feel uncomfortable by another person's presence or another person's advances. That's where you got to draw the line and say, stop. More, more to be seen on what happens with that, honestly. I, I don't know what to say after that. And then... There's the whole gloves are off and I'm coming for you guys comments. I want an apology and I want Tommy kicked off the tour and I want you to put me in his place. Otherwise, we're done. All right. Easy does it there, Ace. We know you hate Tommy Thayer. And that's that's just not Tommy's fault at all. Ace sees a guy wearing his costume and playing his solos and he's miffed about it. And rightfully so. But don't take it out on Tommy, okay? Tommy was a guy that saw a great opportunity and he took it. Why aren't you mad at Vinny or Bruce? They played lead guitar in Kiss too. It's clear that Ace wants the spotlight back. And again, I don't fault him. I don't know what lies Gene and Paul told him. And I don't know if they strung him along and led him to believe that he may be able to get back in the band for this tour. I have 
no idea what was said in those private conversations. But somehow, Ace got it in his head that he could be back, and somehow he thought he was going to get a lot of greenbacks in the process. Now, clearly, that's not going to happen, and Tommy's not getting kicked off the tour, and Ace, in all likelihood, will not be guest performing at any show, and I doubt that Peter will either, but again, we haven't heard a peep from him, so who knows? So that just leaves the possibility that Bruce Kulick may make a show or two, which to me is still, that's still pretty damn cool. But as far as Ace's comments about, I'm coming from you and uh, there's no stopping me, it's on. What can you possibly do, Ace? That's my question, right? I don't understand where he's going for it. I get he's mad. I get he wants to have his say. I get all that. But, you know, this, unless you give me an apology, it's on and the gloves are off. What does that mean? What does that mean, the gloves are off? What are you going to do? Are you going to, like, sabotage the show? Is there some really, really good dirt that you're holding back? Like, I don't understand what he means by that. And I guess, you know, that remains to be seen. But I don't know. I don't know what to make of that comment. It was it's a little juvenile, in my opinion. Um, you know, he could have had a more professional, professionally released statement. But hey, look, it's Kiss. You know, this is this is how they do things. Um, so we'll, I guess we'll wait and see what all that was about. And now, look, I'm not even going to get into the allegations from Ace's wife. And I say wife in quotes because I really don't know if it's his wife or his girlfriend. It's been reported differently at different places. But I'm not even going to get into the allegations from his wife that Kiss tried to have him killed in the 70s. Anything she has to say on that was secondhand news that she heard from Ace or somebody else who, let's face it, probably wasn't in the right frame of mind for most of the 70s. Now, does he believe that that actually happened? Maybe. Probably. But does that mean it actually happened? Doubtful. <clears throat> and that leads us to the question that I opened the whole bonus show with. Is this whole thing real? Or is it more like a wrestling skit leading to Ace making his triumphant return to Kiss? Where he comes out on stage and says, I'm back! What are your thoughts? Guy, my gut tells me that, yeah, it helped raise awareness at a Kiss Farewell tour. But no, it's not a skit. And no, Ace won't be back in the fold anytime soon. And probably never again. But what, what do you all think? You know, send me a comments, drop me an email, psychocircuspodcast at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what you, what you think. I mean, do you think Ace will be back in the fold or do you think that, nope, this is it, it's all over? And, uh, and hey, while you're at it, tell me the whereabouts of Peter. Peter, where are you at during all this? We haven't heard from you, buddy. Chime in. <coughs> Let us know. <coughs> what do you think of this? Are you going to sit in and sing Beth here and there? <laughs> what's, what's going on? All right. That's going to do it for uh, for this bonus episode. Thank you for listening. Again, I apologize that uh, there was no episode last week, but you got two this week. I hope you enjoy them. And, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll be back next time. Um, so tune in next week, next time, when uh, we we will do um, In Heat, 
by back black and blue. That's next on the docket. So be sure to tune in next time where I cover the album In Heat by Black and Blue. Um, if you haven't already done so, please go to iTunes and leave a review. Every review helps. And if you haven't done so, please subscribe to this podcast. Um, again, you can follow me on Twitter at RyoV on Twitter. That's at R-Y-O-V-I-E on Twitter. And I will see you all next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. And until then. The carnival has just begun. You think that you're so cool That you're nobody's fool But you got a personality, yeah, just like a bucket full of pee. How does it 